I'm recording. Right. Let me get suited. You're suited. Dude, I love it. Got the Rock, Undertaker, John Cena. It's a... I haven't recorded yet. Don't tell me to clap. Oh, you haven't recorded yet? I thought this was unofficial. When do I record before you call? <laughs> jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. How was that for your sag eyes? You suckers. Welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast. Um, hold on. I can't start. Meg, can you grab the scotch tape and uh, tape my eyelids to the back of my neck? Because <laughs> I'm bored. <laughs> Does that Onassis' deal? He actually could keep his eyes open, but he was like a Ringo star, like super celeb where he's like, life's too boring. Tape my eyes open. I don't even have the effort. Aristotle Onassis, original hipster. <laughs> and Greek. Oh, he is Two strikes Greek. against Henning. Two strikes. I didn't even say it. You don't like money and you don't like Greeks or shipping things. Or old people. Who Everything's got to go by dirigible. Beautiful American roses <laughs> plucked from our garden. Did I? Uh, did we intro it? I forget it. I did. I call everyone to. suckers. <laughs> Welcome to the Jerk Prax Podcast. You're suckers. We're suckers. Good night. <laughs> Drop the mic. Drop the gluey condom. <laughs> oh, wait. I keep referencing as referenced in the last episode. I got to be careful. Careful here. Well, we, got well, lot, we got a lot to talk what, about in case this week. We switch it up. What do you have? Yeah. Sure. Reference last episode. Why not? Stick it to him and you as well. Welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast. I am Casey Van Heel, and with me as always is Hans Frywald. Chili Toilet Bowl himself. Philly Toilet Bowl? <laughs> is that my outsider's name? Hey, it's all Philly oh. toilets. It's Philly. <laughs> it's a perfect name to attach to that nickname. Oh, Philly toilets. Oh, God. Oh, Boston Johns. Oh, yeah. There's so many, too many Boston Johns. You got to have a Philly toilet. You got to have a, a Jersey Greek mm-hmm. going back a few episodes ago. Uh, and then does it get weird when you go down south? First, you got to intro Henning. We got a hunky Henning over right. here. And Hartford Henning. Zorba oh, the yeah. Geek. So, oh, burned himself. Ooh, self, self, self-afflicted, self-afflicted wounds. Is that how you say it? Yeah, self-deprecating. Self-hating nerd. Self-hating. Too many self-hating nerds these days, but it's all ironic. I'm such a nerd. You know what real nerdery is? Still having tops wrestling cards that you can't get rid of. <laughs> and I got them right here, baby. Is that Brett the Hitman Hart? His name is Diesel. Ooh, he just Diesel, wears that... a fringy jacket. Do you know him? Ooh, yeah, it's Kevin Nash, baby. Bow, bow, oh my bow, god! Bow, All right, see, bow, that's bow. why we bring out the wrestling cards for Casey. Henny and I were going through these, and I go, Casey has a... you know what? Casey's gonna know these dudes. Like this next guy, Casey. Knowledge. He's just a grungy dude. He's got a normal name. But it says superstar under his name with all the cars. I'm like, why is this guy? I was like, he must be a low ringer. But I was like, I bet Casey knows him. I bet he's huge. Show, show him without the name so he can guess. Ah, uh, it's a fucking, not Clavin. Like, I know that dude. Yeah. <laughs> Luke Harper. Luke Harper. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. so he just slobbed. I don't know how he, because you got guys like this, everyone right? Else, I mean, everyone else got a cool gimmick. Money Inc., baby. That one's pretty yes. awesome. Yes, Erwin R. Scheister. Yes. Looks like the billionaire guy and his partner 
the accountant <laughs> stepped That's in the ring. That's Ted together. DiBiase, Henning, and Erwin R. Scheister, I-R-S. <laughs> it is. It says it right here. <laughs> Wait, his last name is actually Scheister? With a Y. Spice. Is that how you spell Scheister? Schweister. It's a traditional name. Schweister. I like this one. So we're looking at Topps Wrestling Cards. I'm going to have to put them on the blog. But we're. I just found some treats. I found this one of Sting, then and now, when he was old Blondie Sting, and then oh, Goth Sting. I only pull, have pull this one out, because did anybody else really think... I could not, for the longest time, wrap my head around if both Stings were the same guy. <laughs> they were, I, yeah. I really could not. I thought Sting the singer and Sting the wrestler was the same guy. I could never mix them up, and it... I don't think I shook that one until well, I was about 12. There's big, a great clip. You you should look it up, put it on the blog. It's just, I mean, they have edited clips of like all the great Sting moments, but this is like old dog Sting, like after WCW, after WWF, he's has since made a comeback and then fallen out, but he's in one of these like lower tier wrestling groups like TNT or TNA, and it's... Like Rob Van Dam falls out and like he's feuding with Sting and he's going into the crowd and it pans down the crowd and he gets in the face of a guy wearing like one of those plastic Sting masks. Yeah. And then the Sting mask comes up and it's just Sting with the face paint. So it's just like a mask on a mask. Oh my God. I think the best thing ever. It's so good. So funny because the, you know, the reaction's like, oh my God, I can't believe Sting's wearing a Sting mask. That's so good. Uh, And you mentioned the name because I've just been thumbing through these wrestling cards. You said somebody like uh, Rob Van Dam. There is a Rob Van Dam as a wrestler. RVD, baby. You know who that is. Rob Van Dam. So, I got a feeling you don't know these guys. These are my two favorite, and then it's an audio podcast, right? So I should stop with the cards. <laughs> Henning, why would I have picked these two before I show them to Casey? Uh, they look like just high school wrestlers. The milkiest wrestlers you've ever <laughs> seen. Both wearing maroon. High school arrows jackets, basically. The best names. You got Davy Boy Smith. Yeah, the British Bulldog. That's the British Bulldog? Yeah. See, this is this is this is showing me to be uh, not as immersed in the rest. Hans, look at the card. It says Rookie of the Year. He hasn't been the <laughs> British Bulldog yet. Okay, that's why I mixed up. You got to tell. Please tell me this isn't Fit Finley or he's something. So tan, Bob though. Backlund. Oh, he's a classic. Yeah, Backlund. You know who that Bob guy Backlund. is? He didn't have ever have a moniker other than Bob Backlund. Uh, but we all owe Bob Backlund as I'm reading the backs of the cards, which now he's a crazy. Can I just read this? All right. This makes Please it audible. Do. And then we got to get to, uh, we got a lot to talk about. These cards are beautiful and I'm not going to be able to throw them out now. Most remember Bob Backlund as the crazed <laughs> veteran. And you know what? That right there <laughs> says it all right. because he's the not dressed veteran. like a veteran. And that's how real crazed <laughs> veterans are. I see. Hiding yep. in plain sight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just wearing a jacket with his Invisible name on it. Invisible to society. Only Forrest oh, yeah. Gump like uh, applied the myth that crazed veterans have to wear like the baggy like nom jacket and be in a wheelchair. <laughs> Bob Backlund, who lives in Wichita, is the real yeah. crazed oh, veteran, man. all right? If only Bob Backlund had been at the Foxcatcher compound, old DuPont wouldn't have made it very far. Ex- yeah. Bob Backlund's the guy who says, cool it down. I mean it. He's the guy who I was at a party once with a guy from um, 
uh, I was at a party with a guy who had a hat with an upside down. I think I talked about this. Had a hat with an upside down American flag in it. And a, and a guy who was in Afghanistan or something just finished a tour of duty, walked in and had one too many Bud Lights, just walked in and said, take that hat off. And the guy said, make me. And the guy, like, quicker than you, like, you didn't even see his hand move, just ripped the brim off the guy's hat. And the remainder of the hat stayed on his head. And I was just like, we're all going to die. He backlinded him. Uh, I love that he snatched the bim, the, the bill. He left the sticker, you know, the patch. Right. The offense. And he's like, he'll never wear this hat again if there's no bill. (laughs) No bill of sale, pal. You remember this name. At least he didn't give him a Bob Backlund, uh, the crazed veteran who threw the cross-faced chicken wing on anyone in and around WWE. But back before Backlund defeated Brett the Hitman Harder, won the WWE Championship at Survivor Series 1994. Can I get a job doing something like this? I'm putting out a whole series of jerk practice trading cards this copy editor position for the back of the yes wrestling cards god um they got to read my article about the original uh remember that one that i didn't get hired for about uh wrestlemania the history of wrestlemania oh right full Uh, of loopholes full full of of spelling errors fake news (laughs) it's so it's very true for all you writers out there just do spell check um let's see he put together one of, one of the longest reigns of any champion in sports entertainment history for more than five years, from 1978 to 1983. This is still Backlund. Yeah. Who, who no Backlund turned away challenges to the WWE Championship from the likes of Greg the Hammer Valentine, or Valentine. Ooh, yeah. Magnificent Don Mirasu, or Morocco, Casey? What was it? Mi- magnificent? Magnificent. I don't know that one. Magnificent Don Marico Marasso M A M M U R A C O sounds like a jerk practice name. Magnificent Don. Yeah. Oh my God, it's beautiful. Sergeant Slaughter, of course, paving his way to the WWE Hall of Fame. He just looks so soft. He looks like Mike Pence. Put a little weight <laughs> <Yep>. on. <laughs> yeah. Classic. Anyways. The wrestling cards go away. They'll come out now and again, folks, because I'm keeping them. You're keeping them now? I'm moving them, baby. Wow. We rented the U-Haul, and it's on to business. Maybe I'll make art. I'll throw. I'll put these inside okay. of condoms and, th- <laughs> yes, and throw them, yes. at, and throw them at, at lawyers. I don't know. The, the general term for lawyer. Get, I'll just hang outside the courthouse and be that guy. Or like, you know how cops hand out? Yes, home. I'm making. All right, I'm putting it on the to do. I think I'm making I, cards for us. I know of- what you were about to say, <laughs> yes. and I think that's very specifically regional. Oh, we compose it? it to Henning. Henning, when you were a kid, were you encouraged to go up to police in your hometown and ask them for packs of local sporting teams cards? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. Because in Watertown, South Dakota, apparently every police cruiser was full of five packs of Minnesota Vikings football cards. Absolutely. It's kind of neat. A a community outreach program. Pretty much, yeah. I guess. The the police wanted you to come up and talk to them and be nice. Seems like a scummy Vikings promotion. I don't know. Give them to cops. I, but I, as I recall, when I was. When the Dare program, I was I was the inaugural year of the Dare program. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the Dare cops all got their own personalized cards to hand out. So it was like, so you got your own Jeff Buckland, <laughs> exactly. Like you walk up, <laughs> local and like, PD. Like, oh, this year's Viking card, and you're like, 
I don't want an officer sifle. What the fuck is this? <laughs> this is you. And I hate Those you. Are better, though. <laughs> Just him doing like the hand on the chin. Oh my god. Gun. That is great. That's a great idea. Why don't we have a sketch show on TV <laughs> where local we cops. can play cops that hand out our own cards, but they're sexy glamour shots to children? <laughs> and they just get in trouble for them. Or one guy, one guy has one the guy glamour shot. Far. One guy took it a little too looks a little too come hither. Oh, Jerry Bocade and his beautiful shots. All right, so we need Ooh, cards. Cascade. So anybody out there listening, if you want a, like a bud to the pod card, I'm going to need uh, like a, you know, a bio. Mugshot. A bio. Verno. A Backland-esque bio. Yeah. We're going to have to, you're going to have to uh, get yourself a, you're going to have to delineate yourself from Ono. All right. <laughs> yeah. For oh, Verno. Yeah. Verno. Verno. <laughs> no. Here's my card. <laughs> We're all going to get but arrested. Vernos has to start with crafty veteran as well. Oh, absolutely. This crafty veteran <laughs> held no belts or wrestling status whatsoever, but he listens to a podcast once a week. Occasionally, he says he does. Oh, this will be fun. I think I got a feeling uh, I might get us all implicated down south. We're all going to end up in the same Huskow down there. Harvey's going to be writing you letters. Oh God! Are you getting my cousin special Vinny's secret all of us? messages? See, I'm gonna get us in trouble. I'm, I'm gonna put your school pictures inside some condoms <laughs> and paste walls with them. They they already have Henning on file because when I threw his uh his what? skivvies over the Allegheny Mountains. Oh. oh yeah, they got your DNA, Henning. Oh my God! You wouldn't that be good though? And I'm obviously not going to do it, but I guarantee you, Henning, this will go into a nice story. I'm going to need your help, Casey, because you always remember these things better. So our friends who are artists took it upon themselves just to hand out a weird flyer once. It was okay. a picture of somebody in a gas mask, like a World War One era gas mask. And it said something like, you know, it is upon us or something, you know, like in bold letters. <laughs> Printed it out at a Kinko's and just handed a bunch of these flyers out at the mall as a joke. Hmm. Oh, shit. Every police cruiser in the town of Watertown (laughs) surrounded the mall, gathered us all up, wanted to know about satanic cults and what you were planning (laughs) and about weapons and all this stuff. So can you imagine what would happen if you threw a gluey condom? On you know <laughs> at, at, anything <laughs> at not not even at anyone. Say you just threw a couple gluey condoms on a wall. I won't even say school because anybody should maybe investigate. Oh God, that. yeah, <laughs> stay three hundred yards away from a school. So you just so, okay. So you throw it at the CD store in the mall. I gotta tell you, you got a couple <laughs> officers that have their day. They got a lot of paperwork to fill out. They got a lot oh, of swabbing yeah, to do. They hate you for that. Oh yeah. That's so cool. They got, they actually, I'm kind of jealous of these artists. They got exactly the attention they wanted. Oh, how, how cool a, a story is that? Yeah, it was the one kid who had a functioning PC. And I say artists. <laughs> it could use like as, Mac paint. Yeah, uh, they are artists. Now they're very much artists. Back then it was very much United Pot Samaker's concept. <laughs> like, let's get, let's creep out the squares, which is art. It's, uh, was it the B, it? was it the BRM? Commentary. Because they made an amazing, and I have it somewhere, I hope to God, packed up, 
uh, they made a uh, our high school had a magazine called the Purple and Gold. It was the school newspaper. It came out quarterly. So and the title yeah. is so good in retro and it always has been. They came out yeah. with their subversive version called the Purple and Violet. What? And it was just it's well, how a, is that subversive? <laughs> oh no, it was, it, that was the title of it, the Purple and Violet. And then it had like horny lorny Jackie stories about Violet, our principal. Violet and bronze, I maybe. No, but that's the funny that's to me that's the best aspect of it is it, th- we're it's so just dumb, purple and purple. You can't even like get synonyms. Like you're just like I don't know. Violet's <laughs> also purple. Purple and purple. So it they, had like dirty limericks in it. Yeah. Uh, oh god. Yeah. It had jaunty. Yeah. Like it's the most like the safest thing. It's just dumb, dumb high school dumb, dumb. kids thinking they're cool. Like body rhymes about teachers you don't like. One was like, if penis were to penis, then enus would be anus. That was one of the poems I remember because I wrote it. Uh, <laughs> God, of course you. The, oh, that one didn't slip your mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, and then it would be like their fake advertisement would be like for forty ounce beer and a bad pen drawing of beer. Like it was very you know childish. <laughs> Or simple, it's very whatever. old comics. It's an alternative comic. It almost comic, got man. ten people expelled pretty from school. Wow. It yeah. It if you were even a social, they brought people into. Wait, talking purple and violent. Respect. Subverting <laughs> my subversive talk. Um, these were not the same people as put out the purple and gold. They were, these were artists. Yeah, your artist friends. Yeah, yeah, artists. Yeah. It can be a little loose at the time. I only say that because I was involved, so sure. let's just... It was an assembly, awesome They block. were in bands. Um, Everybody was in a band. Everybody had a band or an art class they were in. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I don't know why I would take anything away. Hell yeah, they were artists because they were taking time to put out a... Let's see, the hipsters of today put out a physical goddamn zine. Uh, zine. Yeah. And it's take their life in their hands because they seriously... If their parents didn't have... This will get spicy and I love all these guys, but to be honest with you, the quote-unquote ringleaders... Who probably were the ringleaders because they could afford paper because we're all pretty goddamn poor growing up. Uh, and their parents had a like a, a Xerox machine. Their parents had some clout and influence. So when all this went down, sure, they like were at the head of all these kids that were going to get expelled. But really, they had parents that had enough say that were like, you're not going to expel my kid. It's freedom of speech. We'll sue your ass. And thank God for them because yeah. all of us in the third and fourth tier that they, that they were just like, our parents were like, well, you oh, I know up, the, the terminology time to head to the scrap metal, the plant. dirties. Yeah. The dirties. <laughs> so if you were even associated with them, like there were people who were called purple and violet, like, uh, like they were the news carriers. Like they would go around school and hand out the <laughs> magazines and they found out lists of people that were them just for handing it out. The mules. You could get expelled. So it was, uh, you know, Good, good on them. They expelled the messengers. Did they hold them and try and get them to talk about who had produced it? Yeah, everybody got like again the 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 the, the at the head of the the um, the ring or the the mm-hmm. the idea. Like, just luckily they had enough clout, and the whole thing kind of got swept under the rug. But oh my god, yeah. If it had been any took any, the heat off, if I had been at the front. Exactly. Yeah, our friend Mestizo probably would have. They probably would have put him in the Huskow. Did I tell you about ever 
the time I got in trouble for putting on a a risque pep rally. A body dance, Henny? Yeah. A body jig? <laughs> we were our kids and uh they wanted they needed someone to write a it was first sketch writing, actually. I like My it. First taste of, of comedy. Uh it was a Christmas story and I made it was about like a Indiana Jones character and he needed an assistant. And I made the assistant very flaming gay. Ooh boy. Which Classic to me Classic. at the time was subversive and awesome but it was you know at <laughs> looking back at it now very stereotyped and, and not right if you did it now you'd be steve bannon it was it, hen on film <laughs> oh, he was, yeah. <laughs> but he i didn't need to watch it he was living it exactly he's too cool he's too creative but i felt that uh you know that teenage rebellion because the the uh the higher-ups didn't like it and and uh Got in a little bit of trouble. There was another one about... Um, okay, the second one was the Christmas one. And this one I'm talking about now the fe- featured a a, uh, a Santa Claus giving a hippie character a bag of... Strawberry cough. Strawberry cough. Oh, and, said, yeah. and he said, here you go for your glaucoma. And like nose on, finger on nose. And the... the the gym went crazy. Lowest I common denominator, it. baby. Oh, man. I loved it. I was eating it up. But uh, making that joke, getting that joke in. Took uh, some fight. Took some. Well, we were told, no, you can't do it. But then they did it anyway. Ooh, yeah, yeah. baby. And, Buck the system. <laughs> and uh, my sort of girlfriend at the time. It's got, getting deep here. Got kicked off. Student body. Overhanding's <laughs> <laughs> bad jokes. <laughs> oh, so good. Oh, this shitty comedy has been affecting you your whole oh. life, Henning. I love it. Oh. Henning, how did it feel to get a no bigger pop in high school than we ever got as a sketch comedy troupe in New York City? <laughs> oh, so good. Oh. It beats the uh, uh, subversion I try to do at the. Um... Oh, I hate this. Uh, so when I was, it was like the prom or there was a different version of the prom ladies prom. I think it had a different name, but, uh, Oh yeah. What was it called? It wasn't Sadie Hawkins. It was, it was tux tux. So what does that mean? Like tux as in you wear a tux or tuck it, tuck it back. It's ladies prom. It it, yeah, tuck it back fellas. (laughs) Drag king time. (laughs) Um, no, it was. It stood for something. Like it was more of an academic based, but okay. it was the the you were asked by the female bot student body oh. to a formal as opposed to the more traditional prom. Yeah, I called that the Sadie Hawkins. I think some yeah. people call it, it was that. that right? We don't go in. We yeah, don't se- it, in South Dakota. We don't celebrate Martin Luther King's birthday or that. I was gonna say dog Sadie Hawkins. I don't even know if that is. I don't even know. Who she really is. offensive. Dog. Of course, it's offensive. It's that term for obviously. Anyways, trying to be. I was trying to be a knight of Potsomaker. Um <laughs> And speaking of, so I showed up to this dance. I found a suit at a thrift store, and last minute, oh, this makes me sick talking about it, which always means it's good. Um, I showed up. My date shows up. She picks me up. 
and (laughs) I decided to wear the suit without a shirt underneath. (laughs) So just suit jacket and pants. Oh, John Stamos over here. Exactly. She didn't know that. I was like I was Lorenzo Lamas, Marky Mark. You know, like like, (laughs) and and you can picture me. So it's like pimply seventeen year old, but like, and I look in the mirror. I'm so delusional. You know, I see. Who was hot back then? Tom Hanks. Not Tom Hanks, but, <laughs> you know, whoever, like, the honk was then, like, just so delusional. But anyways. I mean, we all saw that picture on Facebook, the thickest neck, the pimpliest oh, chest. Right, exactly. <laughs> so I show up, and as soon as we walk in the door, oh, by the way, I should set up. I don't know. You can tell us if your prom was like this, because I got a feeling this is bizarrely creepy Midwest. What they do at the prom our proms is it's not about the dance at all. In fact, most people don't even stay there for the dance. The prom, you show up Mm. and you get in line and like, it's a show adults and parents sit in the stands and they call your name and you walk up to the top of the platform and then you walk down as Hmm. people cheer. Yeah. Like the presentation. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, it's weird. Parents and other people come watch. Other people that aren't parents, by the way, just they're told to leave. They leave when the dance starts, but all the townsfolk can ooh and ah as the fine young horse flesh parades itself in front of the. It's so weird, right? Presenting the new uh, cotillion. What's it called? The yeah, I was always thinking like cotillion or formal. It seems very old. Yeah, like yeah, archaic. It, it, yeah, very much so. Well, so as soon as we walk in the door, my date and I, and and they laser beam zoom 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 right over to me. No shirt, <laughs> looking cool. Uh, I remember I had Velcro shoes on too. That doesn't matter, but <laughs> I think it does. I think somewhere it does. But, You're really uh, hard selling yourself on this. So the assistant principal immediately comes over to me and goes, "You're not coming in here." I go, why not, man? I don't get he to goes, parade in front of the townsfolk? Yeah, he goes, you, 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 maybe <laughs> he says, you, you got to leave. You can't come back unless you got a shirt. I said, all right, man, I'll get a shirt. So sure enough, <laughs> I walk in with a shirt, but like a scumbag. <laughs> right, man. Making a stance. I've only got the middle button buttoned, right? And my suit was like that scumbaggy suit that's too tight, you know, to make you look oh, that... more muscly. So it, like, uh... when it buttons, it stays open, you know? Yeah. Oh. Henning's giving you a very Greeky look. He's like, I can smell a Greek coming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> button down to the sternum. Yeah, so button open. I show up again. They're like, button that shirt up if you want to take the grand march for you know, the people of the church or whatever it is. And so I do. I button it up. But as we're in line, we line up behind oh, the stage. You, do? you caved? Boo. I button it up. And as we're in line behind the stage... And they call our name. Buttons. I rip the shirt <laughs> yes. open as I'm up top yes. and open it up. And I feel. Hans was arrested for the summer. I was almost expelled from school. I literally, like, it was like literally like walking off the stage into a jail cell. They're like, they just shifted the red carpet into the principal's office. And on the way into the principal's office, 
was just my mother's face more shamed than I've ever seen shame and the embodiment of shame. Just she got booted out of the stands for your actions. She's, You're down I, with the I plebs. got the biggest. I got a bigger cheer than I've ever gotten in jerk practice. <laughs> you know, ironic or not, obviously ironic, but like, or actually, obviously, very strange now because. Go ahead and go look at what a 16-year-old boy looks like now. Very young. I was very... I wasn't a Bob Backlund-looking fella. I, you know what I mean? I beg to differ. The, the yeah. old Pervert Park section popped. Yeah. They had their signs. So, H. Frywall 420. So somehow I got to argue, like, it was, as Casey knows, as we've been to court together to go against Starbucks, somehow I legalized my way out of it, freedom of speech... Probably told them I was gay and they were in, like harsh in my rights. Uncomfortable. <laughs> but as a young gay man, all right, all right, I'll get out of the room. Okay, what is that in your pocket? It's just a condom with glue, man. Stop harshing my buzz as I'm sniffing glue. Oh God, I even spent a period where I sniffed nail polish on my thumb nail. The creep that gets dark, I guess. But ugh. and markers, too many sniffing on markers. What a creep. You can't take it back, by the way. Tell this to Harvey right away. Like, yeah, she can't like, take it back. Any decision you make, it will it be in your head forever. Just mm. try and it's hard. How do you impart that on somebody? Well, you right. can't because yeah. it's you not like doing paralyze, bad things. Also, can't paralyze them with the, the fear of making a decision. Inaction. Yeah, mm. I guess I, I I live a unique bug. You know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I'm going to force her to listen to every episode of this podcast. Mm. That'll mess her up. That'll oh, teach that's her. Very, just isolate the Dr. Toilet stuff. Harvey, you're listening to this right now. You're in high school. You're about to go to the, what are they, the, uh, Sadie Hawkins Future Bot Palm. 2025, <laughs> which is, not, it's like four years. That's how much foresight I have. Just remember, by the way, There'll also, be rebels Harvey, who- dress plain. White shirt. <laughs> this isn't even plain. She's, she's going to dress, dress like you. like a greaser. Because I was going to say, white plain, blue, white shirt, blue jeans cuffed. <laughs> um, uh, uh, PF flyers. And nobody will be none the wiser. Just Ernest P. Whirl it. Mark Zuckerberg it. We're the same thing every day. And you'll never have to regret decisions you made. You'll never buy a United Potsomaker shirt. <laughs> Just vanilla Unless her dad milk. owns the United Potsomacher's company, then she'll have to toe the line. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> if she's going to want to have a job working in my vegan diner, she's going to have to wear one boot, one sandal, rope belt. <laughs> she can keep the cuff jeans because that's weird now that I say it out loud about what I think normal is. But that's guess- where you keep the salt and pepper shakers is in the cuff of the jeans. <laughs> oh, my God. I oh, have to have that now. What's the, what's the salt and pepper shaker? Keep it in the cuff of your waiter's jeans oh. if you need it. And just kick it up. Pull it out. Kick, kick it, it up, up. Out into your hand. You little cayenne pepper there? Or you keep it in a sock, like a weapon. So you're like, you can I have some salt? And they go, and then catch it in their other hand right before it hits your face. Or what about a restaurant where you ask for salt and pepper and they they don't allow you to use it yourself? They administer it. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking of a theme restaurant that's just, but the theme is 80s bullies. So it's just like really uncomfortable. <laughs> oh my God. That's, that's, good. that's good. At least a good <laughs> night. Like, why are you guys being yeah. so mean? It's Saturday night. 80s bullies night. You queer? <laughs> <laughs> they put a dump of milkshake on your head. 
Excuse me, are you the manager? Why does my waiter just have a suit jacket and uh, no shirt on underneath? Because he's cool, you queer. <laughs> what, are you gay or something? I, in fact, I am. He, he might be. Because he, he, he might, might be. be. And he's holding, me, he's holding it against me, so I can't make him put a shirt on to work his shift. We keep getting t- tickets from the health department. Because <laughs> he might be. <laughs> That's his threat. I'm gay. You can't do this to me. Sorry, I'm late. I'm gay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm late. I'm gay. I might be. Oh, oh that's, that's so, so wrong. It's so good. That's, a, that's another good sketch. Oh Sorry, I'm God. late. I'm gay. Just a bad right. employee Sorry. that uses it over people's heads, which doesn't even, that only applies to then, or I guess maybe into, it would still apply in like the town Casey and I are from. Well, it, 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 if it's played by David Cross, he's just like, yeah, sorry, I'm late. I'm gay. And then <laughs> exactly. it cuts and he's he's making out with some chick. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't do that. It's like, I could do whatever I want because I'm gay. It's like, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Ta- All right. You can have a half hour. Okay, David Cross. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's funny. Um, God, I've, I've, I I keep hijacking us because I'm, I'm so jacked up with all the good news. Um, Casey, you got a millennial segment I think we pinned from last episode. Yes. It's the, yeah, it is a continuation of a news story I brought up a few months ago in which I told you guys about the top industries that millennials are killing. What was it? Napkins? Yeah. <laughs> recrap it. Re- uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Let's recrap Although- it. Honk, I'll honk. go down the I'll go down the list because I only gave you guys the top three. So number okay. one was uh, uh, casual dining chain restaurants such yeah. as Applebee's, right. Buffalo Wild TGI, Wings, Ruby Chili. Tuesdays. The chain uh, number two no was beer. Beer. That's right. Okay. Because uh, they're drinking more wine or more spirits. The hard stuff. Uh, hard Hipsters stuff. With uh, wine glasses. Three was napkins. And the rationale was because they just use paper towels. That is for everything. <laughs> Let's right. re- yeah, just uh, I, I, uh, and just a quick reminder: when Casey started this segment and he said things millennials are killing, I thought he meant doing really great, dude. So I was like, "What do you mean they're doing okay. napkins well? <laughs> killing it at napkins? Is it cloth napkins? They're transitioning uh, to paper napkins." No, I think maybe, towels. yeah, I, I that's what I thought when I first read it was like, oh, they're being more socially conscious and they're using cloth napkins or rags. Yeah, no, nah, they're just using larger paper products. Um, So then four was my favorite because it was, uh, it, which is funny because it's happening just like it did last time. Uh, restaurants. I need a dirt, dirt break. Dirt's growling at something. And it's in my ear, too. I'm going to call Dirt out on the podcast. Do it. Just like... Dirt's a millennial. father, Dirt is the scummiest, <laughs> like, will swing or dick around like nobody's business. But then when it comes to it, the wimpiest of wimps. So she just saw a dog <laughs> outside, and so she can bark because she's three stories up. Yeah. Just like, literally, if you could translate her bark, she'd be like, hey, 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 you piece of shit, hey. Fuck hey, you. you're a piece of shit. Hey, you piece of shit. <laughs> if she sees her shadow outside, I have to like keep up like a tight leash on her because she'll like accidentally jump into traffic. 
jumpy when she's down on the And streets. I know that's from me. Like, it is true. You do... I'm working on it. Like, you, you transfer your energy and anxieties onto <laughs> the people around you. So I've made what could have been a, a normal yeah. show dog. She's got papers. Her dad's name is, like, Darnell Dandy Legs or something. And won a blue ribbon. <laughs> But now she's just totally <laughs> scarred. She's mean. She's a bully. But she sees you spitting out the window at people on the street, yeah, and she picks it up. Yeah. All right, and she she interrupted <laughs> us. And they were like, "Hey, buddy, why are you spitting at me?" You're like, "I can do whatever I want. I'm gay." <laughs> <laughs> I know the title of this episode. I'm gay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm late. I'm gay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm late. I'm gay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm late. I'm gay. Well, speaking of. So number four on the list is restaurant chains. Oh, like a Hooters? Which we did yes. Bring up. And then line. Henning was asking, is there more than just Hooters? Is it, are we missing a whole niche market? Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know any other what parody li- for boobs. Uh, Twin Peaks was the one they list in this article. Ah, this sounds and what- familiar, right? Yeah, I thought we'd. Went over this last time. We talked about it. But as I said, this art crack team at this uh, Business Insider, they posit the reason it's down is because people ages 18 to 24 are 19% less likely to search for breasts on pornographic websites such as Pornhub compared to other age groups. For restaurants like Hooters and Twin Peaks, a loss of interest in breasts is bad for business. I think that's a rough quantifier. Um, I agree. I would say the reason they don't search boobs like their older generation, <laughs> yeah. because I got to tell you, I've, of course, I've done it because that's what you had to do. Now you literally just type P in the Google bar and Pornhub yeah. comes up. Sure. And then yeah. you click that. He's done. And Yours. if you're you're a real Edmund Kemper, if after all those videos come up on Pornhub, boobs. and then you're like, uh, okay, well, let me just type in boobs. It's like, what? You'll probably I just literally like people, get the jerk practice video. No, specifically, yes, exactly. What they like or whom they like. They'll just search a, the name of a person. Right. Or they'll just watch the clip of the day or whatever it is the yeah, hundred clips yeah. that are on the that are for free on the main page the so basically the decline in the number of searches for boob the term is boobs, not indicative yeah. of a loss of interest in boobs but rather more sophisticated i wish searching in, pattern indicative to the fact that hooters are probably shitholes that serve really bad food well that's the actual reason yeah I yeah. wish they continued with their logic and they're like, well, what are people searching now? Because people are searching like anal gaping jizz guzzlers. So they're like, so look for a new chain of guzzlers, <laughs> guzzlers. coming soon. Egas. <laughs> exactly. So That's guzz- where the episode previous we come in, toilet chili. Ooh. Or Guzzle toilet chili, chili bowls. <laughs> Guzzle that chili. <laughs> Out of old butthole bowls. <laughs> Just Can I get an extra large? Oh no! Just uh, <laughs> just throw condoms for ranch dressing if they order it. <laughs> so yes. it's a reverse <laughs> bread bowl just... mound like a set of butt cheeks with a hole full of just a skinny like test yeah. tube full of chili. So you get a side little pitcher of chili. So you keep if you ask for the if, rectum. If you ask for extra chili, like Henning said, you just get another condom full of. 
mystery mysterious liquids oh my god liquids everything comes out of a out of a they have to like uh they just an udder uh, yeah, oddly <laughs> rinse it out of a condom for you. Need some ranch for these just, fries. You just have to massage two like comically small pairs of butt cheeks until you get whatever substance you want out. <laughs> uh, I think it could be a successful restaurant in Brooklyn, maybe right next to the Confederate uh, Drum Store. Well, or whatever you guys know about. that the bar that we had at, after Ashley and I were married, there's that yeah. bar Duff's, which was that basement bar. So. Uh, Ashley and I had her wedding party there and it's just a cool underground punk rock metal bar. That's awesome. But one of the, one of the first times we went there, they have, which is kind of common in most bars, like you pay five bucks and you spin the wheel. Yep. So we were hanging out there and it's the type of bar where they have TV screens and it's playing like old episodes of David Letterman or like old porno. Yeah. So we're just drinking PBRs and whiskey and this group of like partiers come in and they're like, oh, and they're all spinning the wheel. So we're like every now and then walking over to see because it was like, you get a free shot. You get a free this. Your bar tab's covered. Um, but one guy spun the wheel and then you just hear, Ooh! and we're like, oh, I wonder what this is going to be. So then we watch the salty bartender walk over, reach under the bar, boom, drops like one of those ammo boxes from Nam. <laughs> opens it and gets out like the weatheriest leatheriest old condom thing and just <laughs> blows the dust off of it rips it open rolls it out like rolling paper to you know get it all fucking long and flaccid and then just starts pouring like amaretto baileys like it, the grossest sugariest shot you've ever seen so then daintily she's like like she's holding a snake Takes it over to this guy and they're like, and we watch guzzle, this guy guzzle, guzzle, guzzle this snotty, jizzy looking shot out of this old condom. It was awful, but it was it was awesome. Yeah, we have to. It's perfect. That'll be perfect for our chain of jizzlers, <laughs> like the sizzler, the jizzler. <laughs> It just it doesn't there take long unoccupied. to get right there, huh? <laughs> just to get, get to the point. Name. Come on down to the Jizzler. Bro, you drink everything out creams. of condoms, and everything you eat is in the shape of a dick. Yeah, and everything has to be cream based. <laughs> or you can add creams. <laughs> but you have to <laughs> wring them out of an old condom. Of course. You gotta take the condoms with you, too. Because <laughs> they're Jizzler's official condos. Or is it you get like. Is it like, and if you finish like the Jizzler special, you get to like, you get a condom hat or something, or you just get to put on an actual condom. The waitress has to put on a condom on your, your flaccid dick. <laughs> it's just the, the horny, uh, fucking naked gun giant condom. Oh, you yeah. Get one of the giant body condoms. We got to think of like a fun, maybe that'll be the cold tag. Maybe I'll have to write like, uh, you know, like a birthday song. Like from Jizzlers. Like, Welcome to the Jizzler. It's what we're here to say. Welcome to the Jizzler. I can do this. I'm gay. Welcome to the Jizzler. <laughs> Choke down what I say. Welcome to the Jizzler. Choke down what I say. <laughs> yeah, all the references are choking. Oh my god. This got this one got body. I feel like Henning started body. it too. Uh, and he got now stepping away. Yeah. Woo, here we go. So yeah, number four restaurants, Jizzlers. Number five, <laughs> <laughs> we 
we class it up, but just as funny, cereal. Cereal's out the window, huh? What? Yeah, they're killing it. Uh, and they're what in the their ref what they're saying is like millennials do like to eat breakfast, but they tend to go for things like yogurt or fast food breakfast sandwiches. Um, or brunch, so, I guess. I don't know. Well, I think on that know. one because I'm going to read the next one. It's weird. The That's next weird one is golf. Uh, uh, all right, yeah. I think that was dead a few <laughs> generations prior, but. <laughs> This isn't. Uh, this is literally like a sixty-year-old man. It's just written like, by the oldest been person out of ever. touch since Gen X or since whatever generation <laughs> the late seventies were. Right. It's Andy. Because uh, golf. Whatever happened to golf? And no, this is written by Grizzard and Grizzard Junior. Golf and breastfeeding. <laughs> uh, my two favorite things. Uh, it's because the the main reason is millennials have found and created new fitness crazes like Soul Cycle, Barre classes, and golf has failed to capture the interest. Of in the same manner, I mean those are like legit workouts. Like I understand you work out when you play golf, but you don't. I I, I you walk call around a lot. No, I call bullshit tell. on that. Not if you're doing it right, you if well, you. Then, I I agree that like golf, like yeah, if you hit the ball, but it's come on, forty five minutes of intense like cycling or a bar yeah, class or, or something. That's like a like, workout. Yeah, you get your workout done in forty five minutes. But golf serves spending a, half a day running around a stupid. You have exactly, to pay for hey, membership. Exactly. You pay for clubs. It's exactly. fucking boring. Sorry, golf. Golf you is suck. a game. Golf is a game. Sorry, golf. I'm gay. Gotta work. <laughs> There's your title. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, golf is a game. It is what it is. Anybody that says it's exercise, if that's their exercise, they're they're gay. It no. is. I it, get it. Uh, but- you it's can't just, compare it to like you can't compare it to yoga to like cardio exercise. Let's put it that way. Also, I have an idea on the cereal. Why cereal's going out the way? Mm. Yeah, milk <laughs> is under attack, right? Traditional war on milk? milk. Too many. Vegans. There's a war on milk in this country. On on dairy. Dairy, which is also are, people, are are people taking a knee on milk? I'm kneeing milk. Kenny, you taking a knee on milk? Ve- vegans? Well, I, yeah, I go to almond milk these days. Yeah, everybody right. does. Do you drink regular milk still, Case? Uh, occasionally, like if I'm at a coffee shop, I'll get half and half or milk. But we in don't the coffee doesn't milk. in the coffee doesn't count. That's no, that's no, like, no. We we buy soy milk or almond milk. Yeah, I for think I feel house. like that really took a big shift. But I I pour the almond milk on my cereal every morning. Oh, I love it! I love it. But I'm just so saying I'm the cereal consuming. people need to get in touch because when you watch the commercials, as millennials don't do because they don't mm. watch TV, is TV on that goddamn list? <laughs> we'll get there. But the picture, uh, the pictures, accompanying pictures are also great. I just noticed that for the cereal picture, they're pouring like a thick cup of syrup because you mentioned milk and they're pouring like what looks like maple syrup on that's, oatmal. That's white. Which I guess technically is cereal. Right. Are they, oh, they mean, Cereal they, is grains? this British Business Insider? They're talking about oatmeal? Because again, oatmeal, the 1860s could have been saying that about the 1880s generation. Like, yeah, right. they're, yeah. they're spoiling our steel oats. No more steel oats, no more golf. <laughs> yeah. No more slaves, uh, they're taking it all. Oh, the next one will be uh, motorcycles. Huh. All right. Uh, yeah. I, I got to hear why. I mean... It, I, I, again, I feel like all right. Go, it's not go for cool it. to die young anymore. Oh, is it? A health I just thing? think it's because it's fucking expensive. Motorcycles are expensive. Like you, motorcycles used to be sort of a utilitarian, for sort sure. of like 
cheap way of getting around. We had a shit ton of motorcycles left over from World War II. That's where it all. So yeah, you buy started. these like cheapy bomber motorcycles, but now and, like, the like back of magazines. Yeah, but now what they have, they're, they for the article they go with Harley Davidson. Those things cost like thirty thousand dollars. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so it's right, not so back like, then. It was actually cheap enough for a. It was cheaper than a car. Per, the young generation to afford, but yeah. but now it's just as much as a car. And the yeah. the shift, I don't know what generation is responsible for this. There's not like an affordable option because the Harley Davidson's ridiculous. It's as much or more than mm-hmm. a car. And then if you're like, well, I'll get a sports bike, like a, a hot pink ninja or whatever the hell those are, hot green ninjas, those are as expensive as a car. And you go, all right, well, I want one of those throwbacks. I want one of those old triumphs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, because yeah. those have the vintage quantifier on it, they're mm-hmm. like super expensive, even if they're shitty and need to get like worked up. Because I was looking at it because we're moving. I was like, I'll just get a motorcycle, which, by the way, if I do that, I'll be dead soon. Yeah. We all know that. Well, it's just one- not practical. You can't tote anything around. Yeah. I was thinking that because you, where we're going, we kind of. I Let me ask you this case because I've been asking you advice like about moving. Uh, about moving. Moving out of the city. Do you guys have two cars while you're there? No, we have Ashley's. How we have what, our our Jeep Liberty that we got from her mother. How how do you uh what if you both need to get somewhere? Uh I made an I I looked we when we moved we were lucky enough to live in an area that's kind of like in the heart of it's called the Short North which is kind of the main strip where like a lot of the bars and restaurants are and it's close to the college. Mhm. So just for us Personally, we were close in walking distance to places we would like to go, but also most of the places where I would work or could get a job. So you guys know. So you it was were at the it wedding. was either me to bike or me to walk or take the bus. The buses are good here. I guess biking's an option for me because, like, we're like you guys visited Charleston where we're moving. Uh, there's the island that we were all on for the wedding. Mm-hmm. That's deep out there. We're not on the island. Then there's the city of Charleston. Mm-hmm. That's not where we're at. We're five minutes outside of Charleston in a place called Mount Pleasant, which essentially, you don't want to say it, but basically you're toileting up the suburbs. So like we're moving to like outside of a city. So it's sure. like, it feels like, mm-hmm. oh no, I got to get another <laughs> form of transportation, even though I ride my bike an hour yeah. every day to get in the city. So- and you could do the same here? I, I would imagine I could do the same there, yeah. right? Even though I've been told the bike lanes are pretty, well, they're non-existent, so biking's a little more treacherous. Mm. But you, cross you just have to be. Old bridge. Yeah. My, a, a great, a good friend of mine, uh, uh, Josh, he lived in New York and then moved to Nashville, and it was kind of the same thing where he was used to biking everywhere. That's what he did. That's yeah. how he got around. Um, he was just like, you got to, it's harder, but you can do it. He bikes still? You just you you just had to be more aware because he was like, "Oh yeah, the bike lane is just literally the middle of in the middle of the street." That's what I'm talking about. And I bike around New York every day. I, I feel like I put my Henny and your biker too. Like it's can be hairy, right? And sure. but all of a sudden when you think about like but people in New York because of the way the traffic is congested, everybody's already on such goddamn edge. And I mm. feel like you get on a bike in mm. Charleston or outside of New York, People put on their Katy Perry and they're looking at their phone and they take like one quick like right. 
accidental steer to the left and no yeah, yeah. i will say like columbus is is trying to be bike friendly it advocates riding bikes um so the people here are very aware because bike lanes turn into traffic lanes and yeah. i had just i have just recently again taken the driver safety course for ohio to get my license and they actively like you have to treat a bike like a car and people do huh mm-hmm. like you bike in the lane you are supposed to bike in the middle and take up the same amount of space as a car because people will treat you that way whereas in new york they give you the little bike lanes which is convenient because you as a biker you're just going to fucking zip around down a bike lane but you're more likely for a car just to forget that there's they don't give a fuck because the doria bike, all that stuff yeah you gotta you really um, do have to be on your guard when you're biking in new york it's a lot of i think it's like the most fun it's so that's what I way to get around the city. I would say in that scenario, do what they say in the driver's handbook, bike in the lane as if you're a vehicle. And if it's busy, take that space because people will follow the rules of the road. And if you can get over for them to get by, let them get by, obviously. But yeah, like are you they... have that right of way on the street. Play it are, out. They, are they trying to, to give you bike lanes too? Seems like the they, the bike in the middle of the street thing is just a stopgap until. No, they'll later. have them. It's not on every street, but like that's how they. If you're not on, in a bike lane, that take, they have set aside, like that's what you they they tell you to do. Take the lane. Assert you. yourself in traffic. Um, because you're well, not you know you're not biking on the fucking highway, so it doesn't mean like I can't keep up. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, remind me, pin it. I wanna. I was talking to you about moving, and we were talking to you yesterday about U-hauls and getting that stuff. Uh, but oh, I want to hear fun. more about these these crusty millennials, as uh, as said by Lyndon Johnson or whoever Lyndon wrote this Baines. goddamn thing. Lyndon Baines Senior. Uh, so I'll just try and whip through the rest. Uh, the next one, it shouldn't be surprising. It's home ownership. Yeah, millennials fair. aren't buying homes again because like motorcycles is too expensive. Yeah, of course. Yeah, who can and also. There's no homes to buy in places they want to live. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. Although Finally, Ashley and nobody searches homes in Google. No, and Ashley was she had just showed me this article. It was the list of the top ten cities in the country for millennials to buy homes. Yeah, and yeah. it's the it's the funniest uh, because like top up up top of the list is Aberdeen, South Dakota. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Because it's a bigger city, it's a college town. The city itself, it, this is what I like, is older. So there are nice old homes, like well constructed, like built by the WPA or earlier homes to right. buy, and there's space. Because get- the only place in Ohio that was on the list was where Ashley went to college, and it's the same thing. It's down in the Appalachian Mountains. Super crunchy, super hippie, like mountains, hiking trails, old homes. But you got to get a job there. That's the thing. Like, of course, you can move to South Dakota, have all the land and a, and a huge house for super cheap. But where are you going to work? The, you want to manage the, a Walmart? Yeah, exactly. You can do that. Or you can yeah, take over like the, I don't know what, what is there, like. The, the, you, can't, you can't teach a yoga class because I found out in Watertown they uh, – they still keep uh, yoga gender segregated. What? 
Yeah. You're not allowed to take a yoga class as a man unless it's a male-specific yoga class. So they don't have any yoga classes for men, obviously. Hmm. Weird. It is weird. I think horny. it's weird, too. That's what. Gets that's that the argument. They're like, we can't blood get... Too hot? Yeah, we can't get these guys heated by bending over. Or I don't know if that's them putting out, but whatever. Like it's the that's how like backwards is. So millennials want to go live there? I don't think so. I think again that is a list created by my mother because she's oh, trying yeah. to subversively get me to move back home. Oh no, totally. Because the next one on the list contradicts something earlier on the list. Because the next one on the list is yogurt, especially light yogurt. White yogurt's out, huh? But they said that's the reason cereal's gone because of yogurt. Exactly. This is a list made by Satan himself. This is meant oh, to you, make you people's brains yeah, explode like a racer head. Because uh, the next one is bars of soap. Uh, body wash generation, which is what I'm going to call them from now on. Uh, they don't Gen specifically bod. say... They don't, their rationale is uh, almost half, 48% of all U.S. consumers believe bars of soap are covered in germs after use and feel that they, that's why they don't want to use them because they think bars of soap are dirty. Har- no, oh. they don't. I've never. That's Howard Hughes <laughs> shit. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I've never heard that. I it's was in like your own bathroom, though. What? It's oh, your own yeah. germs. Yeah. If they could even survive, but that's why soap was created by the fucking Mayans. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> and my argument about the body wash is much better, or even a dry I, that's spray. That's what I thought too. Well, when I was when I started to read, and I say article, it's like four sentences. Uh, I thought it was going to be like body wash or alternative things. No, it's just they think soap is dirty. I think they think Scumbaggy it's, unco- it's uncool, like you were saying, or old fashioned. It's not yeah. your dad's soap, man. Mine comes in liquid yeah. form with gel, Mine comes in gel a beads. That's thrown at me by a model. I thought you were going to say, Mom, throw that condom of body wash over the top of the shower. <laughs> <laughs> I don't use soap. I'm gay. <laughs> no. Oh, no. <laughs> Trademark. Trademark that one. Um, <laughs> the uh, the next one I agree with, diamonds. Huh. From really? soap to diamonds. Because huh? they're expensive again. Are they not getting yeah. married? And or blood diamonds? paying for it. Yep. That's basically kind of what it says is like millennials aren't getting married as much, but also they're just like, it's bullshit, you know. Yeah. It's a wasted expense when you could just buy a different type of stone. Yeah. It's an yeah, investment. All right. all right, list. You're not quite listed yet. Uh the next one's a hot button one, fabric softener. Hold on, I got it. What? Don't don't spoil it. Fabric softener because it's been a hoax the whole time. Pretty <laughs> close. According to Downey Maker Procter and Gamble's head of global fabric care, millennials oh, don't even know what the product is for. Right they don't even know name. how to use it. Don't even if it don't were even in, know what it is. if it were in JT's basement, it would be for uh, when we run out of whiskey for the whiskey train. <laughs> and we Take drink laundry laundry soap. <laughs> uh, the next one's good. It's banks. Oh, I was thinking Banksy. Oh, banks are li- banks are dumb. I I told you guys this right. The sadness of the bank. My bank, you can walk into the the entryway, which is pretty much where everybody stops now because you walk in for the ATM. That's all you need to do. You never go any Deposit your cash, deposit your check, get anything you need. And then I don't know what otherwise now you go through the bank doors, which is now just full of ghouls. But I had to walk in there because I'm a ghoul and I had rolled up some change. 
So can I have my $12, sir? Here's yep. some quarters. Oh, yeah. But I walked in and where the last time I'd been in that section of the bank was a year and a half ago, where there was once six tellers, there was now only two. And where a teller stood was now just another ATM machine. Like literally they replaced <laughs> right, a body yeah. with a machine just standing there. So you, you surpass the ATM machine, I guess, because there's a line, go into the bank, go up to the teller's window where there's just an ATM machine now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, before I moved from New York, up by where you live is the big Citibank Center. Yeah. Like the nerve center. So when I'd come up to report co- podcasts with you, I'd be like, oh, I'll do some of my banking. And there was one time I brought a whole load of change. And I was like, I got a couple checks to put in. I'm going to cash this change in. And I walked in and I saw some other ghoul who also went to the bank teller and he had a bunch of change. And they were like, oh, no, no, we don't take rolled change. You got to put it in the tray. And I was like, fuck you. I took it like two hours to roll all this fucking change. I'm out of here. What do you mean? They wanted you to unroll the change? Yeah. And put it in that plastic formed tray. So you would bust yeah. open your roll because you can't count on the count of your roll. You had to put it in that preformed, like, oh my god, playset thing. And I was like, I'm fuck you. I know some cab I should drivers have just had walked with my change. money. I still have a mountain of fucking gold, like Schmaug from fucking The <laughs> Hobbit. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Because I was like, I rolled that change. Can you we respect my count or you don't? I've never known of a of a time or or i've never had to roll my own change you were under the impression that castle castle over here that that fort life do before going in a bank hashtag his dad makes airships money hashtag rose oil prince (laughs) (laughs) hashtag german is that a thing of wealth I think of flower, flowery, flowery <laughs> oils as wealth because I am a 15th century dan- fancy boy. Hanning's um, a regular purple and violet. Uh, <laughs> hello. Um, <laughs> banks in our lifetime, done, right? Everything will be credits online, on your phone. Mm-hmm. There will not I be tangible things, a, right? I mean, they're not going anywhere because people need loans and mortgages and that shit. And... A lot of people need to still make a lot of money off of credit cards. But, yeah, like, but that can all yeah. be done online, right? Oh, you mean brick and mortar banks? Yes. Gone. Yes, yeah. that's what I mean. Like a dollar yeah, like bill. Yeah. Going to a bank. Probably. Because like we've talked about before in our lifetime, I remember my parents having to go to the bank on Friday to get cash for the weekend because oh, ATMs right. weren't a thing. That's right. Yeah. So that was the whole point of the bank is like keeping your money and like you being able to get money out. But now if that you don't necessarily need cash, like you said, only ghouls go to a teller and that's why there are only two of them and neither one of them know what the hell is going on. It's <laughs> a great point. Yeah. <laughs> banks are done. Oh, man. That, that's got to be weird. I mean, I'm sure somehow this is going to get turned on me immediately, but to have one of those jobs that. There, and, and I've heard so many comedians do bits of this, so there's no reason for me to be funny about it. There's just – it has to be weird to have one of those jobs where you have somebody come in and say, I'm giving this – I'm giving your job to a thing. Meet yeah. the thing. Yeah, here's the thing. Program the thing. Maybe train it for me. Do the thing, yeah. Press the thing on and then once we can uh, program it to turn itself on, go fuck yourself. 
Yeah, I feel well, so, I will say, so like, sorry for those, uh, the like the CVS clerks yes. who have to take you by the hand and, and run you through the robot checker. Oh, God, those are the saddest people that have to show you how to steal their job from them. Yeah. Yep. But so, but why do they? Can I, and I hate to say this because they're lovely people. I'm thinking of Walmart, my Walmart experiences. Is they literally because every time you go to a Walmart and go through a self checker, something beeps and they go wait for a cashier. You have to send yeah. someone has That's to good. come over. So they always do. So <laughs> what is the point of it all? I think Eventually, it's, is they, it to get rid of people? Right? It yes. has to be. They've crunched the numbers enough. And the like loss plus gain, your loss gain ratio is people walking out or not ringing stuff up is still less than having to pay the salary of, you know, Jerry. Not salary, like, but yeah, have to pay the wage. Why have four Jerry's when you can have one Jerry who comes over when it beeps and goes, <laughs> ah, resets the machine? Like, it's just. <laughs> What, why aren't they always by? I'm not going after Jerry's here, but why aren't they always by the machine? They're never there. They always have to be called over by the beep. Yeah, the beep. Always, but where the fuck are they going? Are they? Oh, because they're double time and Jerry. They're like Jerry. Yeah. I don't want to see you hanging around the machines that you have to come to every five seconds because right, they beep. Every. I want you second. folding ironic shirt section. All right. <laughs> yeah, right. The the pots makers. <laughs> the pots makers. <laughs> And the uh, Ghostbusters shirts. <laughs> no, I know. Like it, they're. We want to make it inconvenient for him to come over, so you don't do it. So he's got to earn it. Doesn't. He's got to earn his keep. This world Jerry. is horrendous. This is a horrendous existence you've created, Dom. I don't mean to bring Dom's thunder down, but like the more and more I think about things, and the Trump thing is like really getting me down, Raspberry. This episode because I'm I'm not gonna go deep in it, but like. This is becoming the weird, I think, and I guess everything has, you have to be relative. You have to live like in your 24 hour life. But I feel like at least in my lifetime with like things becoming, and now I sound like the industrial revolution, but things becoming mechanized and, but like with like the tech boom and the way like we absorb our media and our information. And then in like the, the legitimate I don't think I coined this. I certainly didn't coin the word because it's a movie, Idiocracy. But now I think it's really called an idiocracy theory of the dumbing down of culture and society. Like, I don't think I don't think in at least human history. All right. You could probably refute this. There's been a weirder time. But I'm thinking about the Greeks, ancient Greeks. No, it's well, I know from speaking our jerk practice member, Mitch, who still has been a longtime employee of Whole Foods. Right. He he still works there. And last time we hung out, I was asking him about, you know, Amazon buying Whole Foods. Like, how does that, you know, like sort of like, how does that affect you? Like, what do you see in the store? And he's like, oh, you can you can see it already. Like just how they the layout of the store, they're setting up Whole Foods the way they set up Amazon, like the Amazon like shipping centers. Right, you'll just like, order online and go pick up, right? They are giving less and less. Like when I worked at Whole Foods a while, you know, like they paid. It was kind of a little hippy dippy, and they paid yeah. artists. Like there was a whole department that were like the sign makers yeah. and all that shit. They don't give a fuck. They're setting up Whole Foods to be 
just the grocery version of Amazon. Automated. So that you can, exactly, do your grocery order online, which exists now. Send your groceries to the grocery store. Some schmuck is the one walking around with the cart grocery shopping for you. So they're just setting up their stores to be user-friendly within the construct of Whole Foods. Less so for like you as the shopper. They don't need to like hold your hand anymore and give you a cutesy markered sign of a sunset. And it's like, ooh, tomatoes. They don't give a shit. Like order your shit online, idiot. And eventually that smuck's gone, replaced by a uh, mechanical arm, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. The egg arm. If old Muskie gets his way, uh, automated cars. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. What do you mean? Self-driving cars. Then there will. Then you won't need a human to do anything. Oh, right. Because then the cars will drive it to you. Yeah, the groceries to you. Uh, Elon Musk has been in the like, news uh, lately. By the way, this is all sounding like Zager and Evans in the year twenty-five, twenty-five, twenty-five. Your arms hanging, hanging limp at your side. All, all yeah, predicted a long time ago. What no, is- Henning, my my arms are strong from playing video games and yanking my dick. <laughs> Searching boobs and Google. <laughs> I'm bringing back Spit- the restaurant. Throwing Screw condoms Gizzler. at banks. Um, can I get more jizz in my steak, please? <laughs> uh, <laughs> special jizz Oh, but sauce? of course. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, man, I was right Just there. a rolling cart. It's like dim sum. Must- it's just a rolling cart of the dicks, and it's like, oh, more... Uh, more hollandaise oh yeah it's the second dick <laughs> uh, i, I, I love about, jizzlers uh, about musk i was gonna talk about musk in puerto rico because i think what is he gonna do blow it up right start fresh <laughs> that's yeah. what i heard mm-hmm. i can do turn it, it into a sky city but isn't he like because donald trump is basically like doesn't literally doesn't know that puerto rico they're american citizens so he's like we'll give him money but they have to pay us back. And it's like, <laughs> this is insane. But Elon Musk is just like, he's a one man band, right? He's just like, I'll save you myself. I don't care. But right. I'm going to do it. My He's creating a utopia, right? Yeah. No, he wants to do the solar infrastructure, right? Fresh start. City on a hill. Island on a hill. And show off the sweet Surrounded technology. by the most water you've ever seen. <laughs> he's... Wasn't that his quote about, like, there's a lot of water? It's the biggest water. I think he also said, he's like, Puerto Rico, the best weather. You're like, did you just say, you just showed up, and within the first sentence, you just showed up to Puerto Rico that's underwater, and 90% of the people don't have fresh drinking water, and you just said, Puerto Rico, it's great, been here many times, you have the best weather. Are you? Don't you? Like this is like this is bananas. This is he's a, joke. a New Yorker. He hates Puerto Ricans. He's like <laughs> I lived with them my whole life. <laughs> I Donald Trump living he's over a, a reggaeton barbershop. Yeah, no, Donald Trump is totally. He's a jet. They're sharks. He's got line in the sand. Oh, that's a good point. He is a sh- jet. <laughs> Trump's got cuffed jeans. Watch out for that salt shaker and that <laughs> sock too. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, after Banks, the next is Musk. No, it's uh, the cologne the, Musk. Yeah, They're more of a yeah, fruit base, Musk flower yeah, oil generation. Scented oils, they are. I, I would say cologne's on there. Yeah, scented oils are in. Uh, the next one is only great because of the picture. 
and I'll have to email it to you. The next one is department stores like Macy's and Sears. But the picture is a bare wall of the back of a Sears, a like, you know, one of those metal racks. There are only two shirts hanging on it. It's the, <laughs> it's the same shirt. It is a sleeveless Washington Redskins shirt. Uh, <laughs> two of them sadly dangling from this bare shelf. Oh, I love it. That is what a Sears looks like. I don't know the last time you've it been to Sears. And is, it doesn't matter what state you're in. It's always the Redskins. It's, no, that's when I saw it. I was like, yeah, that's a fucking Sears. Absolutely. <laughs> can pick it out and blindfolded. Feel that big shirt. Old, Minus Sears. Big old. Just the Redskins. Oh, the long um, open sleeve. The long oh, open yeah. sleeve. This shirt is for like a fat guy that fixes stuff. I call it a rib rocker. It's a rib rocker for sure. Uh, the next one's designer handbags. Okay. Uh, then the one after that is gyms. Really? Gyms, which would, again, contradict what they were saying before, right? They tend to do different. They don't go to a gym. They can't. They're, it's, they're spontaneous. Got they it. can't be. You, you can't, can't go. to a schedule. They're the guys who like do pull-ups on stop signs and shit. Oh, and, like do push-ups God, yeah. in the subway. They parkour everywhere. These yeah, hardcore parkour. They don't need motorcycles. Just jump, uh, jump building to building. The next is home improvement stores like Home, home Depot and Lowe's. Not the show, mind you. Oh, no, that's a resurged. Uh, and then uh, the next one is football. American? Mm-hmm. Just in general, college and NFL. Okay. And this is pre-taking a knee. Oh, yeah. The knee brought yeah. it back. Now it's this is like the Ringo's salad elbow. days. <laughs> Take an elbow, Ringo. Ringo's knee. Kiss Ringo's knee. <laughs> uh, I'm going to kiss his elbow. Please let me, please, Dom, let me meet Ringo Starr in my lifetime so he can give me the elbow and I'm going to kiss it. You think, you think I'd get tackled? By him for the lo- love. Oh, it's Do it for the love, is, All Ringo. you need is love. That's true. And then the last one is oil. <laughs> From restaurants to oil. Oil. To who football the fuck and oil. got this article assignment? Or who pitched who? this one? They're like, what do you mean? Uh, what do you mean, Conroy? What businesses are millennials putting out? Restaurants, oils, cloth napkins. All right. Well, um, let's take him to the basement and uh, flush his head. No, but that's the thing. Like, look at the list and, like, look who, like, just look at the outline. We've painted around a certain person. We haven't addressed this person, but we've painted around it. Someone who shops at Sears, wears a shirtless Redskins, or a sleeveless Redskins, likes going to Applebee's and restaurants, loves, loves beer and football, golfing. Oh, are white guys out? It's white. Fat, <laughs> diamond-fingered-covered whites. <laughs> oh, I love it. This is Black Rage. This is Black Rage. This list was written by Mr. B. Rage. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. B. Rage. Oh, I love it. You are right, though, and the whites are on the out. Good riddance. But not all of them. Millennial whites are good guys. No, man, no. This is this is your old man's white. 
This is your off. This is your. This is your bright white. We're an off shade, man. <laughs> fat whites, double Fs. Yeah, that's a double F fats. We're 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 translucent. We're pigskins. No pun intended to the Washington Redskins. <laughs> yeah, uh, that name, man, unbelievable. What if they just changed it to Pigskin and kept the same profile, but just gave the guy a pig face? Uh, what? If, just oh keep it God. as racist, but it's like, yeah, they're pigs, I guess. I don't know, Pigskins. Ah. <laughs> uh. Just give them pig faces. So yeah, that was the the rest of the business insiders. What millennials are killing, and it's nothing anybody will miss, other than soap. Yeah, most of those I say great cereal. Pretty much all of those except cereal. But cereal is full of sugar. You old fat white you. I can't go anywhere. That's the thing. I feel like they're talking about like your traditional breakfast, like smacks, Fruit Loops, King Luckies. Vitamin. Ooh, mm. love me king vitamin i do too i can't i cannot tell you what flavor that is that's not a flavor that's granulated sugar it was light orange i I remember it well but i can't tell you what flavor it didn't have a fruit flavor didn't have a chocolate flavor not a vanilla flavor it was like umami or some shit because it came from (laughs) korea Ugh. It was G, the tears of GIs. <laughs> That's what you, because milk is out. <laughs> it is, yeah. Hey, call we over your cousin Tommy, who's got PTSD from Iraq. <laughs> I need to cry over my Fruit Loops. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, so yeah, that oh. took that was a that was a long one, but we got there. Yeah, well, now we know. what. Now we finally know. Finally, the Whites got their comeuppance on the Jerk Practice Podcast. <laughs> They're losing everything they love. <laughs> All right. Pin it. Because I got to hang up. Don't stop record. I'm going to put it onto the iPad because I want to go to a bit where I got to play um, a voicemail for you guys. Okay. Ah, okay. All right. So. Scumbagging me all day. All day. Don't look at me with your lazy eye. Beater. Beater. Move too quick. <laughs> Dirt is, you know how you're not supposed to like look a dog in the eyes? Because mm. it's like, you know. Heard that. The, challenge. You're challenging them. I stared so deep into Dirt's eyes. <laughs> and I feel like we look into each other's souls. And we're both just terrible, terrible people. Like we just go, oh. <laughs> like one and the oh, same. Oh, it's you. Okay. Speaking of terrible people, okay, uh, I'm going to be bleeping a name here. So uh, we got to make him a new one. Oh, uh, Mark Laurie. <laughs> that one work. Good. Or, uh, or Meek Lively. <laughs> so Meek like, Lively, old Meek. I feel like true fans can work out. Oh, Meeky from that. Um, well, don't. Yeah, For, uh, from. So what happened is, and this is. Uh, What's the word to the wise? Uh, I don't get that saying, by the way. Word to if you're wise, if you're listen already, to me. If you're already wise, yeah, you don't need you a word. You already know it. You know what? Listen, that phrase sounds like a Greek Millennial, idiom. Millennials are killing traditional hey, aphorisms like it. that, left and right. He would too. Oh, is Socrates a sucker? <laughs> <laughs> the old Socrates sucker. <laughs> no, I can hang out and philosophize. I'm gay. <laughs> I can say I can corrupt the youth. I'm gay. They're like, that's why we're doing this. Um, that's why we're here. Stop being so obtuse. 
Um, <laughs> all right. So the issue is we were talking about moving. Case, you moved. Uh, and now we're moving out of New York. It's, it's been an amazing run. But as with, I've heard this a lot and I'm finding out to be more and more true. It's like once you get in the city, like all these, uh, it, it, it sounds more negative, but like you, you, we busted our hump to kind of get to the city. We kind of, at least I scrimped and scraped, but we gave up a lot of stuff and we kind of like took mm-hmm. this journey, right? You kind of really do yeah. show up unless, unless your daddy's got dirigible money. <laughs> you know, uh, unless, you know, you're, 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 you've got some kind of like association, you've got money already built up. You kind of really do show up into New York hat in hand with, with mm-hmm. very little pocket money. Even if you think you have a lot of pocket money, I showed up with a few thousand dollars and I thought I was set and it's nothing. Um, yeah. cause you got to get a job in New York. You got to get, I feel like this is the place you have to get acclimated, which isn't taken into account. You're just like, yeah, like any other place, I'll just go out and get a job. But you have to like let the city kind of like, kind of yeah. like just slap you across the face and you have to get your, anyways, I feel like I'm rambling cause I am. But so I feel like a lot of people end up here and they're like, well, it's time to move. And then the New York gods are like, <laughs> oh boy. you're luck, stuck here buddy. for life. What do you mean? I'd like to leave your city with my things. That'll be five. That's your New York tax. That'll be five thousand dollars. Or you can just put your things on the stoop. Uh, Mm -hmm. So anyway, so I looked up like moving in U-Hauls, and it's like thousands of dollars. Thousands of dollars. Oh yeah. And so I was like, "There's got to be loopholes." I looked up like, "Oh, I'll just rent a van in city because that's nineteen dollars a day." We'll fill it up. We'll drive it down to South Carolina, and then I'll drive it back. But they found that loophole because if mm-hmm. you rent a van for more than one day, they insert like a per mileage clause mm-hmm. that makes it like a dollar seventy nine oh, a right. mile. So then it's like sixteen hundred dollars. It's the same. It's essentially the same price. Yeah. So I was like, well, if I'm gonna already pay this much, let me get a quote for movers. So they have a they they have a platform where you just put in your information and they're like we'll contact movers for you. Ooh, yeah, terrible idea because there's a hey, lot baby, of moving yeah. companies in New York run by some beautifully unsavory people and I've been getting I've gotten like 20 phone calls, 100 emails today all from different people but nobody that meets the sweetly sad desperation of Mr. Meek Lively. Because this guy called me and I was like, you know what? Because I did actually book my van, hired a couple guys to move shit into the van. I'll just drive it down. This is just kind of the, 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 the price you pay. But I was like, you know what? Maybe this guy, let me call him back. Let me at least entertain what it's like to, because it sounds great, right? To hire a mover. Mm-hmm. Like you're just it. Yeah. They yeah. come door to door, load their truck, drive it down for you. You're down there. They unload everything. He sure makes it sound yeah. great. Right. So... I talked to him. I was like, well, if they can do it for under $1,300, then great. And this yeah. guy came way under it, like for $1,100 or something. Sweet dealing me. I was telling Henning, like, he's like, all right. So, so I call, I do call him back. Let me investigate my uh, options here. I call him back and he's like, all right, Mr. Frywald. All right, great. Oh, I got to tell you, I move a lot of people to Mount Pleasant. I'm like, ooh, this guy sounds like a fraudster yeah. right off the bat. This guy needs oh, to yeah. change his pitch. Um, and so he's like, got so, family down there. I moved down there all the time. Exactly. <laughs> and he's like, it's a great time to move too. I got to tell you that. What do you got a wife? I, I know you got a wife. And it's like, well, I've uh, moved there five times myself. 
he starts <laughs> as he asked me for an inventory of the house. He's like, bedroom. Let's go over to bedroom. I was like, I got two dresses. He's like, we got a tall dress or a small dress. I'm like, one small, one tall. And I start hearing this, like old adding machine. Oh, Jesus. And I'm like, is this <laughs> yeah. guy typing on an app? That's just making because he's <laughs> just like allowed. really doing the old pitch because it really was. We got a bed in there. Any footboard? All right, one second. This is not <laughs> happening. And we go through the whole thing, and he's like, "I tell you, I'm not supposed to do it today because you're on a third floor walk up, and we got a walk up fee." But uh, you know what? Who wants fees? Am I right? Oh, I'm like, God. all right. And he's like, "Here's where I'm at right now, but I'm not there because I'm a hundred dollars under it." Now you just have to decide in the next twelve seconds, and we'll lock it in. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, no, I gotta, you know, call my wife. He's like, but if you call me back, we won't have this locked in. I was like, why not? All right, call me back in yeah. 10 minutes. I was like, well, you know, I gotta talk to my wife. He's like, 20 minutes after that, I gotta tell you, Mr. Frywald, it's, it's over. It's over for us. It's the most popular moving day of the year. I was like, all right, well, I'll call you back. Yeah. <laughs> to the most He's popular like, no, no, no. destination. <laughs> He's like, before you call me back, just remember two things. Basically, he just said, before you call, 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 before you call, hang up. I love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Like basically, because he's just like, before you call back, two things. Before you say no, I want you to promise me where you're moving, you're gonna have a great life. And number two, oh. I want you to promise me that you love your wife. And I was like, what the hell is happening, Meek? <laughs> so I hang up instantly. Meg, who's been in the room, telling telling him like I'm like, uh. Uh, that I'm going to contact Tell her. you to love me? Fuck that guy. And she's like, yeah. that guy's no, a you're shyster. Not. Absolutely not. So she's like, don't even call him back. And I was like, yeah, I'll call him back. He was doing the wheel and deal. I call him. He knows I'm calling back to say no. Because, in, by the way, by the way, Casey, sure. you and I learned by looking at that German deaf man's apartment. Yeah. Uh, uh, if it's too good to be true, it's, it's, it is. So like this number it, it was definitely, you, they were going to show up and they were going to be like, you said you had 49 boxes and this is 52 boxes. Mm-hmm. That's going to be an extra $500. I didn't know your table yep. came with chairs. You didn't say chairs. <laughs> so oh, yeah. Cause I was like, what are the add-ons? Cause you know, anyway, so we went with some, that's else. the scam. The they get your shit in their car. Exactly. Like they get you to the and point of know. moving day where you have no option. Right. Because you have to be gone. Exactly. Right? So you're like, fine. You already have half of my shit. So just give me the final bill, which is, I'm sure it honestly yeah. is probably like thousands of dollars more. Because there yeah. would be oh, no yeah. reason for them to do to do the job at the price they give you. That's how you know it's too good to be true. This long rambling story is I call him back to do the nice thing. I leave him a message. Eh, we're not going to, we're not going to go ahead and do that. Um, so now I've received five long, oh yes, special voice messages catered yeah, to me, customized, all customized, all different. Not acknowledging that I told him no. By the way, I've now gotten like seven emails of contracts that are binding that should be signed, and he really wants that hundred dollar deposit. Um, so I I think it's appropriate for me to play some voicemails for you, right? It is more than appropriate. All five of them. All right. Uh, yeah. Oh, we will. Let me see where to start. Because he starts using different phone numbers. Um, <laughs> let me see. All right. We'll start with this one. He's hiding his tracks. We'll start with the first one. This is the one I decided to call back on. Hans, Hans, Hans. This is my I just read your email that you're moving from Long Island City, New York, to Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. It's a small move. 
Only 3,500 pounds, according to your email. Yes. That's like a studio. Piece of cake. Even oh, one bedroom, but it's smaller. Call me back as soon as possible so I can reduce this price today. My only Mike can save you money. You have to call me directly. <laughs> only today. I yes. Guaranteed. For the better price and service, reach me directly at 3... Or well, I'm giving him I mean, free the, business. The, yeah, the audience may want a, a, a good price. All right, so I price. I call back based on call Mike, Mike, Mike. Only Mike mm-hmm. can save you money. Hans, Why wouldn't Hans, you call that Hans. back? All right, that one's not it. So Hans, Hans, Hans. You said one bedroom. This sounds like a studio to me. This is easy. <laughs> this is a piece of cake. Come on. <laughs> so this is now after I've talked to him. Right. This is the voicemail I get after I've left the number. This one's yeah. long, after, fellas. After you told him no? Or yeah. you told him no immediately? This is the oh. no. Oh, hold on, hold on, I gotta... I just oh, hold on, I gotta rewind it. Sad mark this time. Hans, Hans, Hans. I just read your email that you're moving from Long Island City. Is this not the first one? No. It's a small move. Only 3,500 pounds. This is the first one. That's like a studio. That's the first one. That is the wrong one. Horrendous. I'm sorry, guys. Let me find the good one. That was the first one we already I was like, he's very affable for having been dumped. (laughs) Hey, Hans. How are you? Um, I got your message. A little more somber. I only can say to you, for the binding price that saves you money for you and the missus, she would be more than happy that you've got a better price than renting a truck (laughs) and doing all this work. Let a moving company handle your move. Everything is insured. We do all the work for the quality of service, professional service. The only thing is why the date is still here. It only takes a hundred dollar deposit. Call me back as soon as possible. Talk to her. I'm here until 2 p.m. For the quality of service, professional service, saving more money than ever. Call me back. You cannot pass this up. You can't. More money than ever. That's a threat. I know. <laughs> we do all the That's a threat. We pick up, we load, we unload into the new location. And it's a three-flight walk-up. Call me. Because there's supposed to be a, a charge for the walk-up as well, but it's been waived. You can't ask I like you, Hans. Here until 2 p.m. Hansy. For best price and service, full service, door-to-door. Reach Mike. Thank you. Bye-bye. While I'm here in the office. Mike wants it a sale, right? Is waived. Like oh, I don't know who boy. he's into some cash for, but uh, Tony Soprano <laughs> needs his fucking payday, <laughs> and Mike Levy's on the hook, and the vig is running. Oh yeah, he sounds really good though. He sounds professional, like he does this. 100, oh, 100 times he a day. gets people on the hook a lot. Let me see. All right, he's, I got to take more, a page from Mike, his book. Mike man. doesn't give up. Calls two more times. I know. Desperation. The, the misses. Blood in the water. You called him back. I know. It's like that time I brought the census guy in. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Can't get rid of him. Take a look at your email. Here we go. Yes, sir. Hans, this is... Take a look at your email I sent you. The idleness of the inventory and the words that I've typed in. The binding price, sir. <laughs> 
quality of yes. service, professional service, and look at the address you're moving from and to. Call me as soon as possible. That means is that a threat? Like he knows my address. <laughs> I can only say one thing: for the better price, instead of renting a truck, and there's no insurance when you're in a truck, a moving company that does everything for you. Look at the reduced price that I put there in writing. You have it there. Call me while the date is still here. It is getting threatened. Three four seven four four seven six eight three zero. Thank you, Hans. Bye bye. Take a look at it. Look at it carefully. You'll see. It's a binding <laughs> price. The item list is there. Huh? If you have less boxes, of course the price goes down. But if you only have forty boxes, then you should. I don't think you have. No, you can't. Usually, it's way too many boxes. Usually, a two-bedroom is only ten to twenty, twenty-five boxes. But you've got forty, and the price is there in writing. It's there. A better it's price. There. License bonded fully. Find it. I'm doing all the work for you. I'm not going to change that oh, number Jesus. before the dates are gone. Bye bye. Take care. Mike. Oh boy. Or Mar- Meek. Meek. You know what? You know what's <laughs> going to happen? Is Meek knows when you're moving, knows where you're going. You're going to hit the classic, classic mafioso. You're just going to rob your truck. Oh, my God. You're absolutely right. Well, like a, I, like a, a cigarette shipment. I think he's going to show up and say, Hans, why didn't you go with yes, us? Sir. Hans, I can't believe you're here in South Carolina now. The idleness of the inventory and the words that I've typed in. Oh, is that the same one? Same one again. Quality of service, professional service. And look at the address you're moving from. That is the same one. Sorry. I love the, the how he does it, the quality of service, and then like he like it's like he forgot professional service, but the the professional the service. I don't yes. think you understand. <laughs> that's the same one. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's all I got. Read my lips. Professional service, quality of service, Henning. Quality. I forgot to mention. And guys, take it from your door to the other door. Why would you do it Hello, any I'm other way? I'm going to kill you. Is this a new one? Of my computer. For quality of service, sir. Us <laughs> doing all the work. Loading, unloading, disassembling, and reassembling the furniture. Heavy quilt blankets. We wrap <laughs> didn't mention that before. With his absolutely free. <laughs> Heavy sanitized quilt blankets, craft pads that we wrap the furniture with is free. We load, unload. It he sounds fat. I hate to say it, right? Location We're out of breath. We only take orders from you or the wife. That's wrong. Because he's exacerbated that you could turn down this offer. Now, why would you do this I'm here to him? until 2 p.m. Um, I can only suggest to you, look at your email. Look at the list of the furniture and for the money that is supposed to be. And it's been reduced by my And it's in my writing. Mm-hmm. Me, Harvey. I'm a senior in this company. I only want you to have the best. <laughs> Take care, be well, and have a very good day, sir. <laughs> You're going to get a, a gin. Three zero to reach me directly. Or uh, the office. One eight eight eight. He's not done. Two one one eight. The toll free number. Well, let me reiterate. Have a wonderful day, sir. Be well. Mike. So if I go missing. Yeah. Oh, Meek yeah. Larvey. Meek Larvey. Uh, you're going to get like a gin-soaked message that's like, why did you go with me? Yes. Why not me? Why them? Why you all? You outside. all killed my father. It's going to be outside your new house with a boombox in the rain. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I'm going to throw jizzy condom, gluey condoms out the window at him. Get out of here, Mark. You're yay. Mike, Nick, whatever his name is. 
Oh, God. <laughs> moving, man. Ridiculous. Let me move your stuff. I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, buddy. All right, Meek. Jeez, I don't, I don't need one of these Harvey Weinstein lawsuits on me. <laughs> oh, know. man, that is whew, tenacious. Yeah. He's after it. Really you don't good. hear that kind of hustle anymore. He's not a millennial. <laughs> He's we not. Saying, we were saying before, like a Gil from, what's his last name? Gil from The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. based on. Death of a Salesman guy. Yeah. No, uh, uh or, or it's, oh yeah, Glenn Berry, Glenn yeah, Ross. kind of yeah. essentially the same Jack, thing. Jack yeah, Glenn, the, yeah, the the hapless salesman loser. Yeah, but he's he's really good. You mean his thought, affectation? I don't know if it's an affectation. Might be him. Or I mean well, his um, I, demeanor, his carry. He's selling it. He would. He yeah, almost he would sold be very. Me. I would say. Yeah, I don't know if I would have. Uh, he almost got <laughs> stood up to. <laughs> I don't know if I could have taken five messages that's sweet old and you weren't on with the sweet live serenade hey yeah. you would have been duped you would have given him that hundred dollar deposit and he would have went and bought some karkov vodka and drank it in the gutter with some <laughs> some people some champs employees having a hard night no but he's like you can tell really like good. he is uh, tenacious like don't don't ever go to his business okay. Well, we he'll looked get up the you Yelp, there. and there is no business. It's just a post office box. Oh, God. It's a storage space full of bodies. There, but so it is a business. I don't know how it works, but the the because we looked up other Yelps, and they're like, you know, these guys did an okay job moving. Some said they did a great job, you know. Uh, I didn't even say I'm not buzz marking the name of the movers. But so, but there's also something always sketchy that they don't have a storefront. All right. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they will show up from the truck from this guy's driveway, I guess. But you can't like go person to person for a formal, you know, meeting or complaint, which is odd, I would think. If you got to meet yeah. Meek at a diner like Goodfellas. <laughs> yeah. Probably just and move that, your shit yourself. And it's all his nephews that do it. They work for him, but like on part time. I gotta yeah, tell you, I, I kind of feel like uh, I kind of do feel a little bit like because I'm I tend to be I don't like to admit this a little bit uh, I don't know if it's a Midwestern thing a bit of a like a a, a a penny pinch like when it's like why would I pay somebody I'll just kill myself one more time in my life to move boxes <laughs> down three flights of stairs when we did call like on a recommendation somebody that's yeah. like yeah we'll bring two guys over what do you got it'll take us two hours to yeah. be a couple hundred bucks. That is a thousand percent. It is so worth it because that's what we did. Yeah. Because I did what you said. I was like, fuck it. I'll just, I'll kill myself. I'm strong. I can lift these 500 pound boxes that we loaded in. Right. By myself with Ashley. So like I told you, it was like a fucking fat Tarzan. Like I rolled boxes up the stairs because I was so tired and frustrated and screaming at the top of my lungs at 7 a.m. And I didn't care. I was just like, fuck it. And just shit was breaking. And I was like, I just, I'm going to do it. <laughs> but didn't you guys, I thought you guys paid movers though. We did on the way out of Brooklyn. Oh, but I see. We yeah. didn't know what know. time we were getting into Columbus because we had the giant U-Haul. Gotcha. And then we had the, uh, the Jeep on a, you know, a fucking track in the back that we were pulling. So we, it took us, you know, an extra six hours just to drive 
in. So we didn't know when we were coming in. So we couldn't hire movers because we didn't have a set time of day we were gotcha. coming in. I would have. I totally would have. Because you're in an apartment now, correct? Sorry, I, I don't remember. Because yeah. we're, again, yeah. like I said, not we're, house, not we're, a homeowner. We're, go, we're moving to a home. We're actually going into an intermediary home. So we're living out of like, we're just going to put all our boxes in this garage, in this house that we're basically That's nice. caretaking because it's on the market to sell when the house we're moving into opens up. So I'm kind of also looking forward to just keeping all my shit in boxes Living out of my oh, yeah. suitcase, just having my computer, and then down the line we'll get to it. So as far as unloading goes, we just you know hump it into well, a. That's garage. cool because you just take it off off the truck and it goes yeah. right into where it's going to be. Like yeah, that's nice. So I'll probably be calling Mike Levy back because we need material. Um, Mike Larvey, and I'm not going to do it like in a mean way, but I'm going to throw some things out there for quizzes. And I will call him and try and suss out this information, and we'll see who wins. Or is this me? Like I would like to know, Mike Levy. I would like to know how long Meek Meek Levy has worked for this company, based on the beauty of his pitch. I think he owns it. Yeah, Henning goes owns it. How long has the business been around? And by the way, he's thirty-five years since his grandpa unloaded their stuff off Ellis Island. (laughs) All right, Henning's going thirty-five years. Casey's going one hundred and thirty-five years. Oh yeah, but how long? So he's worked there how his whole life? Family business, huh? He is. That's what I'm saying. I'm thinking family business. What borough does he live in? He lives in Newark. Oh, good. I was good. I was thinking guess. probably Jersey or Deep Queens. I like both of those guesses. I'm going Long Island. Oh, yeah, I could do that. I could see that. Kids? No, I won't ask you about his kids. <laughs> <laughs> How low do you think I can get him to fake? So the price we're at right now is eleven seventy five. How low? Can Will toilet he go get him to to get, to get you a, on the hook to 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 make that deal? Eleven seventy five. By the way, you guys is so astronomically it's so, that's cheap. disgustingly cheap. Yeah, fake. It's so Sucker. fake. That's a yeah. I'm gonna steal your wife and your stuff from you. Cheap. So and that's, if it is fake, why not go? As, that's what I mean. It runs into. Why not go five bucks? How foolish! How foolish will he take it? Right. How foolish will he think you are? He already thinks I'm a goddamn. I'm. I, we're gonna be. Yeah. He already. He's crusting me. Um. Mm-hmm. I think he would go as low as one thousand and one dollars because that's a salesy thing to do. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 One thousand. But I'll go one thousand one. He'll do because it looks good. Nine ninety nine. You're going nine ninety nine. That's Ele- also a good guess. Eleven oh five. Eleven oh five. That running close to the hilt already. Yeah. I say nine ninety nine because if he's gonna bilk you, he can't go comedically low like three nickels. Yeah, of course. Um, but like nine ninety nine's like shiesty. It's a good shiesty number because it's under a thousand. Oh yeah, but it's a thousand. We it's but Ron. It's he's Ron. Po- he's popeeling us. He's popeeling you. Yeah. Is he gonna throw in a sandwich press? Ooh. Yeah, I was just <laughs> gonna ask what what is the if he doesn't go down on price. What what are things he might throw in 
for the main price. Scented candles for the missus. Ooh, that's good. Oh, yeah, he's definitely hit the missus hard. He tried to oh. shame you. He went you, for your manhood. Do you think he would ask for my wife's number directly? Because <laughs> that's might. a real deal old school salesman move. Just put your wife put your wife on the phone. Hans, <laughs> Hans, Hans, Hans. Put your wife on the phone. Oh, man. She's a lovely that's person. Worst, she knows a lovely price. It's the worst Hurrah. mistake he ever made. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I had no idea. Oh, my God. And then he went, whoa, whoa, whoa. She's from Boston? Shit. <laughs> They're natural predators. They're enemies. They're natural enemies. Meg, how did it go? He gave me a $100 deposit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving his stuff. <laughs> we own his bed. <laughs> he sleeps on a sack now. I like this. I like this. I feel, I feel, but uh, there is, is there a, is there like a desperation in his voice that kind of makes you feel bad for him? Yes. No. That's what was working on me. I feel like Henning's got, Casey and I have been built. Kenny wasn't on board for the original bilking. Yeah, it's true. Soft spot over here. I've lost that empathy for any, like, but I gotta feed my kids. I was like, I don't give a fuck anymore. I've been asked by guys on the street, like, I need formula for my baby. I was like, tough shit for your baby. Like, sentiment is gone in that regard. Like, he sounds shysty. Like, he sounds slicker than I thought. He doesn't sound as desperate as I thought. Yeah. He's the manager. He's the leavester. I think, because the thing about it, why? how could you feel empathetic as, like, we're competent adults. We know... What we've done research, like he's still operating the age of I'm doing my numbers here. Right, yeah. It's like, That's no, the- I have the internet. This is insane. I'm not, a, I'm, I was a fool once. Fool me once. I take it back. He's using an old thing. He forgot to carry the zero. He meant to quote you $11,000. Exactly. Yeah, he right, just read exactly. it wrong. Or that will be the excuse anyway on the day of the move. I know it. That's the that's the thing that scares me the most. He it's does like the, the Fargo of, they where he fudges the so number. Hard. With a very like flat pen, and it's like, yeah, look at these zeros; they smudge together. He's got two big old Edmund Kemper looking movers, and he's just this little guy in between <laughs> them, like it's a, a preacher cover. Ah, so anyways, we had a few add-ons here. This is Geech, and this is Lewis. <laughs> they crush an orange. <laughs> anyways, where's your lovely wife? You called yourself an, a competent adult a couple lines ago. I think that's the My, best compliment you've ever paid yourself on air. Did I say? I said we were competent adults. I yeah. couldn't give it to myself personally. Oh, okay. Henny, and I no, said so I was a dreamboat when I opened up general. that shirt and, and mooned the, the, the Midwest. <laughs> Front mooned. Sundom. Mooned the Watertown gentry. <laughs> that is so weird. Just watching kids walk down a line like royalty. I God, this again. I keep saying it. The more and more, that's why it's useless, right? Because when you think about yeah, how the world ev- is, just yeah. everything. And I know it's all funny stuff, but come on, why aren't we all just biting Hitler pills and taking a long nap? You know, because <laughs> we're gay. <laughs> well. I think that's the, is that the new, uh, it might be a little too spicy to end all the episodes like that. If people get the wrong idea, maybe we'll get a, we'll get a fun new scene. Hey, I like yeah. these guys are gay. <laughs> what, what, what made you think, what made you think that? 
Just because we say it every line? Because we talk about Playboys all the time? This is good Playboy. I'm gay. (laughs) (laughs) Just slide it in. Just slide it in. It's a hawk, you nerd. It's a good Playboy. I'm gay. Uh... Uh, let's We're see. Doomed. I'm gay. Uh, did we get, did everybody get everything in? <laughs> I just had some stuff I did research on the, uh, our gang on Little Rascals. Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, do you want to, we need a, a segment. Do you want to segment it? I can, or I can just save it. It's not of any timely. It's just, abs- it's just absurd. Cool. Save it. Save. Henny says save it. I'll give you guys a treat. Just one one line, and I want oh, this tattooed. Jesus, I want yes. this tattooed on my body because <laughs> nice. it's the, like the best thing. So this is just in the vein of like what happened to the little rascals after. I like the it. Little rascals. Oh yeah, I remember uh, talking about it. Yeah. So this is like towards the end of the thing. It's like quick, quick cuts. This one is the first of under the other rascals fates section. It just says Robert Bone Dust Bone Dust Young fell asleep while smoking in his bed in 1951. He died in the ensuing fire, age 33. Which rascal was this? Froggy? Robert Bone Bone Dust Young. Was Bone Dust the name of his character? Bone Dust was the name yes. of the character. Bone Dust was the name of the rascal. He was a dirty rascal, right? And he fell asleep smoking. And died in the fire, and I was like, "That is the most rascaliest <laughs> what a name rascal. and fate ever." Oh God, the poor. Well, so he was murdered. By the way, that's all that means. I probably mostly yeah. smoking. He owed some guy five bucks at the bar he lived above. I've seen forensic <laughs> files. There's there's a lot of those owing of things or falling for a scheme, and like bad things happen. Oh God, so arson and cover the murder by a fire. But so yeah, that's just a taste. I like that taste. Got- we'll start off if we remember, as we usually don't. Yeah. We'll start off the next episode. Make sure to tape that next to your computer, Casey, so we don't forget. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll 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 save any interactions <laughs> oh, I'm I have. Sorry. With I got Lardy. I got I have one more to take us out for the we're doomed. Mm-hmm. Pete the pup, the first dog to play Pete, oh, yeah. was poisoned by an unknown assailant in 1930. <laughs> The dice. dog. Someone murdered the dog. Oh, was it Bone Dust? And then Bone Dice, di- Bone Dice, Bone Dust <laughs> took his own life because of the guilt. Killed. Or there you go. There you or go. Pizza so yeah, or... even the dog was murdered. Well, hey, I gotta, Ish. I gotta. Uh, what was it? What? What's up? None. Everyone got murdered. Don't make yeah. me Bone Dust, yeah. <laughs> Put a cigarette in your mouth and choke you out. <laughs> How does Bone Dust murder people? Bone dust. I mean, it's all in the name. Yeah. He 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 blow. There's a there's an old killer named the the Iceman Killer who found like a uh, no. He didn't blow it because he couldn't touch it. Like this ultimate. Sorry, we keep going. This ultimate poison, which was like this chemical that even if it touched yeah. your skin, it was so toxic you would die from it. Mm-hmm. If you ble- yeah. breathed it in, you would inst- cause cardiac arrest. So this guy's such a, an efficient killer. They made a movie about him, by the way, I think called The Iceman with Mike yeah, Shannon. Mike. Yep. So he just put like a, a liquid version or a, a mist version of this stuff into a spray thing. And he'd just walk up to a guy that was his mark and he'd just go spray it in his head. That's the bone dust. God damn. That's, that's a rough way to go. Scary. Oh, but get bone dusted. 
poison banaka in your mouth. One spritz and it's over. That's uh, that's life, sleep. man. That's that's the metaphor. That's the Dom metaphor. Life's <laughs> a bitch and then you're spritzed. <laughs> Life's a bitch and then you get bone dusted. Oh, we man. are doomed. Let me see. I got it. I got Indeed. it. Uh, we're doomed. Meg and I are having a baby because we're gay. <laughs> Yay! Congratulations. That's how you just... Congratulations. <laughs> Legit doomed. Bye, One more bye Junior bye JP days. for the troop. It's going to be... It, it is, it is kind of uh, <laughs> like... And I, I guess we probably ended the pod, but it is kind of like, you know... You know how those basketball players, like LeVar Ball, they raise the best ballers? And he was <laughs> okay good. at basketball. He played the B team. Oh, we definitely are deep C. So we're deep C. So that means we're going to have like the LeBron Jameses of sketch comedy. The next Broad Cities is... And we'll be talking about it like back in our day, we didn't like the first... It'll be the first $100 million sketch comedy contract. <laughs> But that's only worth like ten grand. But uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, but you just got to be careful. Like, what if our kids take our ideas that are trademarked? Like, do you let them ride our coattails? Like, what if I see? I would be proud. Yeah. What if I see Harvey would, yeah. on SNL pitching the Jizzler? You know, <laughs> and it, and it's a hit. Forty years too late. That means we get to be in the writers' room, though. Guest, no. <laughs> get out of here, Dad! You're embarrassing me. That's my jizzler idea. <laughs> I got a couple more ideas. A couple, you ever heard of Trump? You ever, you ever heard of Einstein? Uh, Tecumseh boobs. Sherman? Einstein's boobs. No, we more did tuxedo that shoes. <laughs> uh, Dad, they've asked you to leave. You uh, threw a uh, glue-filled condom at Lorne Michaels' uh, petrified corpse. <laughs> I'm horny for Lorny. Get him. <laughs> That's the guy. <laughs> That's my new catchphrase of my new character that I'm pitching. All right. All right. All right. I'll Fellas, stop we're doomed. Just under two hours. Jerk practice. Jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. All right. There was episode 67. Probably coming at you a day or two late uh, on the road. Budget Bundy behind the wheel, baby. Coming at you from Hopewell, Virginia. For the quality of service, for the best service, listen to the Jerk Practice Podcast. I'm not making this stuff up. Talk to the missus. She wouldn't mind saving a few bucks here. She wouldn't mind going to jerkpractice.com. At Facebook, Jerk Practice Pod. Mr. Frywald, I'm telling you, this is door to door. And this is a this is an episode sixty seven of a podcast. I mean, I'm supposed to. There's a fee for that, but the fee is waived. I'm going to be at my desk till two o'clock. Call me back for the quality of service, for the best service. We love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Have a good night, Court, Mister Frywald. Have a good night, Court. It's on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, for the quality of service, for the best service, for you and the misses. From door to door. Mark Levy. Hans, Hans, Hans. This is Mark Levy. I just read your email that you're moving from Long Island City, New York, to Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. It's a small move. Only 3,500 pounds, according to your email. That's like a studio. Even, or one bedroom, but it's smaller. 
Call me back as soon as possible so I can reduce this price today. Mike, only Mike can save you money. You have to call me directly. Only today I can take money off this move guaranteed. For the better price and service, reach me directly at 3 Zero. Take a look at your email from Mike Levy. Bye-bye. Hey, Hans. How are you? This is Mike Levy. Um, I got your message. I only can say to you, for the binding price that saves you money for you and the missus, she would be more than happy that you've gotten a better price than renting a truck and doing all this work. Why? Lock into the lower price while it's available. It's the right thing to do. Let a moving company handle your move. Everything is insured. We do all the work for the quality of service, professional service. The only thing is why the date is still here. It only takes a $100 deposit. Call me back as soon as possible. Talk to her. I'm here until 2 p.m. for the quality of service, professional service, saving more money than ever. Call me back. You cannot pass this up. You can't. A significantly better price. And we do all the work for you, sir. We pick up, we load, we unload into the new location. And it's a three-flight walk-up. Call me. Because there's supposed to be a charge for the walk-up as well, but it's been waived. You can't pass this up. I'm here until 2 p.m. For best price and service, full service, door-to-door. Reach my... Thank you. Bye-bye. Three... Then while I'm here in the office. Three... Zero. Bye-bye. Yes, sir. Hans, this is my... Take a look at your email I sent you. The idleness of the inventory and the words that I've typed in. The binding price, sir. The quality of service, professional service. And look at the address you're moving from and to. Call me as soon as possible. Three zero. I can only say one thing. For the better price, instead of renting a truck, and there's no insurance when you rent a truck, a moving company that does everything for you, look at the reduced price that I put there. In writing, you have it there. Call me while the date is still here. Three zero. Thank you, Hans. Bye-bye. Take a look at your email. Look at it carefully. You'll see it's a binding price. The item list is there. If you have less boxes, of course, the price goes down. But if you only have 40 boxes, then you should. I don't think you have. No, you can't. Usually, it's way too many boxes. Usually, a two-bedroom is only 10 to 20, 25 boxes. But you've got 40. And the price is there in writing. A better price. License bonded fully and soon. Us doing all the work for you. Call me before the dates are gone. Bye-bye. Take care. Hello, Hans. How are you? This is Mike. I'm calling you from my desk phone now that I'm sitting in front of my computer. For quality of service, sir, us doing all the work, loading, unloading, disassembling, and reassembling the furniture. Heavy quilt blankets we wrap each piece of furniture with is absolutely free. Heavy sanitized quilt blankets, craft pads that we wrap the furniture with is free. We load, unload. It doesn't get unwrapped until it comes into the new location in whichever room you like. They only take orders from you or the wife. For the better price, give me a call while we still have availability. I'm here until 2 p.m. Um, I can only suggest to you, look at your email. Look at the list of the furniture and for the money that is supposed to be. And it's been reduced by my And it's in my writing. Call me. I'm a senior in this company. And I only want you to have the best. Take care, be well, and have a very good day, sir. Bye-bye. To reach me directly or uh, the office.
the toll-free number. Have a wonderful day, sir. Be well. Hans, good morning, sir. How are you? How are you and the missus doing? This is I'm in the office for a short period of time. I'd like to still keep that same discounted price. I just spoke to the owners. So give me a call back as soon as possible. Three. You're moving from 4714 11th Street in Long Island City, New York, going to in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. For quality of service, professional service, licensed, bonded, fully insured, us doing all the work. Guaranteed. Give me a call back. Three. Thank you. Well, Hans, how are you, sir? This is my. I haven't heard from you guys, so just good luck with your move. And um, I've tried the best I can do to reach you guys. I know you're probably busy. I wanted to keep all reduced prices that we talked about. And your move came up to, what is it, uh, 11.95? Door to door. Um, You're moving from uh, Long Island. I'm sorry. Long Island City, 11th Street. Going to... Mount Pleasant. Best price and service, full service, door to door. Good luck with your move. At least I had tried and um take care, be well. And I hope uh if I don't hear from you today, uh the prices are changing. That's the only reason I'm calling calling all my customers because now we're going into winter prices and they're higher. Call me for the reduced price. So three floor walk up, quality of service, professional service, guaranteed, us doing all the work. Reliable. Safe, efficient, and secure. Hope to hear from you soon. Bye-bye. Hello, Hans. How are you? Just calling to see if you're still going to be moving from Long Island City to South Carolina, going to 1446 Periwinkle Drive in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. My direct number is 6 Better price and service while I'm here in the office. I've been reducing prices for Halloween, giving 200 300 off the price. Call me as soon as possible. I'm leaving at 2 p.m. Thank you. Have a wonderful day, sir. Mr. Hey, how are you? Call me if you're still moving for the better price. Going to Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. Going from, uh, I think you were moving from 4714 11th Street. A better price I have for you. That's right. You're looking at a, a reduced price of just eleven seventy, eleven seventy five, eleven seventy door to door. Best price and service. Give us a call. Let's reduce the price today. Zero. Only here to save you money. Bye bye.